Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating. We scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates. This episode, we're bringing you the news and updates through January 1st. Happy New Year! We're We're back! back. (laughs) (laughs) We took a little break. I mean, you still got podcasts while we were gone. We we gave you a Paris panel. We gave you an interview with Ryan Stevens. But we just didn't do our weekly episode for two weeks. And I know, Daphne, you said you missed it. I missed it. So I'm glad we're back. Yeah. I was still podcasting during this time because I have my movie podcast and we're not on break right now. So I just kept doing that. But I also started continuing to follow all of the Nationals results and other news that was coming out. So I just started getting excited to be able to sit down and have us record a new episode for the new year. Yeah. Well, we did, I did some traveling and I took actually a little break from skating. And when I came back, I then was like, oh my God, there was all this national stuff going on. So I had to catch myself back up, but I'm ready for the new year. But the Mm -hmm. second part of the season, now the second, the halfway point of the season. I think we're going into this second part of the season. There are less competitions, but they're bigger and more high stakes competitions. It's a lot of ISU points, medals, Mm -hmm. prize money that's at stake at these competitions. So I think things are going to get really, really exciting Some of the biggest nationals are still to come with Canadians and the U.S. championships. Plus, Europeans is going on the same week that we are at (laughs) U.S. nationals. So that's going to be fun to kind of balance going back and forth between the two. Yeah, Jackie does a really good job at that one. He's got two monitors going with his Europeans and nationals. He does a much better job. Than I do, because when I'm at Nationals, it's just focusing on Nationals. So we might have to kind of talk to him and help have him help us out. Yeah, I think we better talk to Jackie about how he balances <laughs> that. Um, it'll be a lot of fun, because once we get back home, we'll be able to record our episodes talking about those competitions. And I might just bring a microphone with me. And maybe we could do a little something while we're at Nationals. We might be able to record something while we're at Nationals. We'll see. It's hard because, yeah, yeah, it's really busy and there's just Mm -hmm. a lot going on. So I'm not sure. But we're going to try, potentially, I guess I could say. Um, We're looking forward to being at Nationals again and just being... In an environment where we can be around fans again, because last Mm -hmm. year, of course, it was so, we were really segregated from everyone else. And with the COVID testing that was going on, we really didn't want to risk exposing ourselves or also, if one of us ended up getting it, exposing someone else. So we Mm -hmm. stayed pretty much in the media area. So I'm looking forward to this year being just a little bit different hopefully um mm-hmm. yeah i'm 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 excited but we can't 
continue on in our podcast without wishing everyone a belated Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa. We hope that you had wonderful celebration times with your families. And yeah, Gina, I think it's time to just jump into the first item on our event results because we have a bunch of national championships to get through. Mm-hmm. We're not going to tell you every single person who won in every single discipline no. for every country. <laughs> We're just going to skim through, as always, the links to these results will be in our show notes so you can take a look. You can dig into the protocols. I'm a data nerd. I love to get into the the numbers and see how close it is and what the real difference is. But let's kick it off with Italian Nationals. Yes. Well, Italian Nationals was a few weeks ago, but since we weren't recording, we, well, we want to mention it, of course, because there was you know, a really good competition going on, especially in the men in the pairs. So we'll start with the men. Um, Matteo Rizzo won his second Italian title, finishing ahead of Nikolai Mamola by less than four points. So very close um, event there. Now, Gabrielle Fragipani finished in third place and Daniel Grossel finished in fourth place. Italy men have two spots for worlds. So just to remind you of that. Um, and I've been really, I've said this all season. I've been really interested in watching the Italian men because they just have a strong field and, um, and proved it right there. I don't know if I thought Matteo was going to win, um, the title. I thought maybe Nikolai was going to come out and, you know, win. And, um, and it was just kind of surprised for me there. So, yeah, that was the men's results. Yeah, it's really interesting. We've talked about this before. Italy is really having a surge in men's figure skating and mm-hmm. in pairs. Mm-hmm. So it's really been exciting to watch things unfold over the season. Since Italy has three spots for men at Europeans, maybe they will use this opportunity as a skate-off mm-hmm. by... Uh, sending the contenders for the second world spot to Europeans. Although they may just decide that, you know what, Matteo Rizzo, you did win Italian nationals. Maybe you won't get to go to worlds. Maybe we're going to have a skate off and figure it out. And they may use Europeans for that. It's been done before by other countries. I guess we'll see soon enough because Mm -hmm. from what I understand, the rosters for Europeans should be out pretty soon because the deadline for submission is June 2nd. Um, it's January 2nd. <laughs> Shaking off that rest. <laughs> In the women's event, Laura Naki Goodman won her third straight Italian title by more than 19 points. That is uh, a solid victory, I would say. Yes. Well, in the pairs event, coming off their third place finish at the Grand Prix final, Sarah Conti and Niccolò Macchi won their first Italian title ahead of Rebecca Gilardi and Filippo Ambrosini. Matteo Grisi and his new partner, Lucrezia Bacari, finished in third place. Now, for Italy pairs, they only have one spot for the world championships. Oh. (laughs) I don't know. I think if you look at body of work, which is what we do in the U.S., Conti and Machi have... The edge there. However, Gina, Italy has three spots for pairs at Europeans. Again, they could send them. (laughs) Just saying. Yep. (laughs) They could do that. 
Right. Um, so in the ice dance event, Charlene Guignard and Marco Fabri won their fifth Italian title. <laughs> Not a surprise. Nope. Not a surprise at all. <laughs> Yes. So, as we just said, we're going to be watching very closely to see who's announced for the European team, when they announce the world team, and how they figure this out. Because it doesn't doesn't look easy, and I would not want to be the one making the decisions. No, no, no. Well, moving on to what was just last week was Japanese Nationals. Um, that was December 22nd to the 25th. It was around Christmas. Um, I think... Before the competition actually began in Japan, the big news item was Riku Miura and Ryuchi Kiara withdrew from Japanese nationals due to flight delays and lost luggage. Uh, they were documenting that on social media, um, you know, that they were stuck in the airport for how many hours and that their luggage didn't make it there. So that was unfortunate that they didn't get to compete in front of their home country. But they were named to the World and Four Continents team. Now, the only other pair, Haruna Murakami, now she finished 17th in senior women. So she was competing in pairs and in senior women. And Sumatama Moriguchi, he finished a very good 7th in senior men. So he also was competing, crazy, singles and pairs. Um, who were They were 4th in the Junior Grand Prix final as alternates. They won gold in the pairs event here at Japanese Nationals and were named to the World Junior Team. Yes, and we've talked about them before because after this season, he will age out, I believe, of the junior events and she will not be age eligible to compete at senior events. So again, it's that conundrum that they're going to have to figure out. Which we did talk about that in our pairs panel. So if you have not listened to our we pairs did. panel, please do so. Yeah, we had some fun with yes. that. Such a great discussion. Yes. So in the women's event, after a disappointing Grand Prix final, Kiari Sakamoto won her third Japanese title. Mai Mahara and Mao Shimada finished second and third. Kiari and Mai are named to the world team along with Rinka Watanabe, who finished 12th, but since she qualified for the Grand Prix final, that was among the criteria that they were using to consider athletes for uh, the world team. So Maushimata was named to the world junior team with Ami Nakai, who placed fourth. She cleanly landed a triple axle, triple toe, and a solo triple axle in her free skate. Wow. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> So Mone Chiba, Rinka Guadanabe, and Hana Yoshida were all named to the Four Continents team. Well, moving on to the men, continuing his undefeated season so far, Shomo Ono won his fifth Japanese title. No surprise there. Kishiro Shimada and Kazuki Tomono won second and third. Now, Tomono and Shoma were named to the world team along with Soda Yamamoto, who finished in fifth. Um, Kao Mira and Kashiro Shimada and Shun Sato were named to four continents. And Kao Mira was also named to the world junior team with Nozumu Yoshioka. It's really interesting. We're seeing Japan starting to use a similar um, guideline to mm-hmm. what U.S. has done Tess, yes. more recently. 
I mean, Yamamoto finished second at the Grand Prix final. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that he might bump somebody Buddy, off right. of the team. Um, I'm sad for the fans of Kashiro Shimada, who, you know, were overjoyed with his second place finish, but then found out he wasn't going to be going to Worlds. Right. But he is going to Four Continents. So, I mean, fans will get to see him, too. I mean, it wasn't that he was totally left off and not given another competition. We've seen that happen in the U.S., where especially with pairs, there's been pairs teams who skate really well at the U.S. championships and then don't get another assignment. Um, And, you know, that's disappointing. And that's totally, I don't think, should happen. I mean, I, I... I feel that there should be that criteria, but at the same time, too, I feel, you know, if you come out there and you skate well, you should be rewarded for that as well. Yes. So in dance, well, he won five Japanese titles as a single <laughs> skater. Now Daisuke Takahashi has added a sixth Japanese title, this time in ice dance with Kana Muramoto. <laughs> they are going to compete at the World Championships and Four Continents. Masato Kamatsubara and Tim Coletto finished second, and they will compete at Four Continents. The exciting thing I wanted to mention is that there were six senior dance teams. It's pretty incredible um, to have that many. So I'm really excited to, to see how this continues to develop. Now, we've talked about this before. Kathy Reed is doing a great job with the younger teams. It's going to take yes. a little more time before they get up into the senior ranks. However, her junior team, now Kida and Masaya Marita, were named to the world junior team. Yeah, she's doing some good work over there in Japan. This is going to be an interesting to see these teams develop in, you know, as soon as they get up to the senior ranks there. Yeah, they're already having an impact at junior because Kida and Marita mm. did win a bronze medal on the JGP series. Um, so that's pretty exciting. So let's move on to the National Championships of Finland. So Dr. Walter Vertanen won his seventh national Wait, He's title. a doctor? He is a doctor. Did I? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a Just doctor. Just something. Huh. I know. As far as I understand, wow. he is an ER doc. So in addition to skating... He's also a doctor. He won his seventh hmm. national title at the age of 35. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. Uh, in the women's event, Jana Yurkinen, she's 15 years old. She won her first women's title. In pairs, yes, Finland has a pair. <laughs> Melania Vaninen and Filippo Clarici. He has not been released by Italy yet, but should be for next season. And in dance, Yulia Turkula and Matthias Versluis won again. Well, British Nationals took place at the beginning of the month. So we'll recap that here quickly. Um, In the men's event, Graham Newberry won. Women, Natasha McKay. Pairs, Anastasia Vatinlaw and Luke Digby. And in dance, Lila Fear and Lewis Gibson. Okay, so moving on to French Nationals. Well, Adam Xiaohimfa won the men's title. Leah Serna won the women's title. 
The married couple of Camille and Pavel Kovalev won pairs, and Evgenia Loparova and Jeffrey Bursault won the ice dance event. So moving on to the four national championships. Now this competition concept is kind of unique. It's four different countries, Czech Republic, Hungary, Poland, and Slovakia. They come together every year to hold one national championship event. What happens hmm. is the highest finisher for each country is declared the national champion. In addition to the senior event, there is also a junior event that happens. In this in this instance, it was junior pairs and ice dance only, but they also invited Ukrainian teams to come perform and compete as well. So there was a separate event held for the two teams in Ukraine that came, one senior team, one junior team. So in the men's event, Poland's Vladimir Samoylov won. I think it's important to point out though, that in 10th place, Alexei Vlasenko, He's actually the son of a former European Olympic world competitor, Andrei Vlashenko, who competed for Germany, originally Latvia and then Germany. In the senior women's event, Ekaterina Karakova, also of Poland, won. In the pairs event, there were only two pairs, and so Maria Pavlova and Alexei Svyachenko of Hungary won that title. And in senior ice dance, we have the Tashler siblings, Natalie and Philip, winning the ice dance event. Pretty handily, like by over 20 points. So again, we will link to those results. You can check out the list and you'll be able to see who the top finishers were for each of the countries and who the national champions were. Well, Swedish nationals took place December 15th to the 17th. Andreas Norbeck won the men's event. Emily Ling won the women's event. Josephine Talagard was selected for Euro. She finished in second. And in the pairs event, it was Greta and John Crawford, the Crawford siblings there, that took the pairs title. Swedish nationals also took place December 16th to the 17th. Narula Sahaka won the men's event. In the women's event, Livia Kaiser won by less than a point over Kimi Rapond. They were both selected for Europeans. And Ariana Sassi and Luca Marini, the only dance team, were selected for Euros. They won gold. Luca Spritschke was recovering from injury and was selected for Euros. Alexia Paganini. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it is. Um, Alexia Paganini did not compete. Yes, I'm not sure what's going on with Alexa. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. So, for Austria... Maurizio Zandron, Emily Sari, who incidentally trains in Colorado Springs with Victor Pfeiffer, Sophia Schaller, Livio Meyer, and Corinna and Patrick Huber won the senior titles. Olga Midikina did not compete, but she was assigned to Europeans. So at Estonian Nationals, the younger brother, Mihail Selevko, beat his older brother, Alexander Selevko, to win the national title, and Nina Petrokina won the women's event. Well, moving on to Spanish nationals, 
Tomas Lorenc Garino Sabat won the senior men's event and will go to Euros. Marie Kali Millison won the senior women's event, but she does not have the ISU minimum, so she's not able to compete um, further this season. The senior ice dance team of Sofia Val and Kasaf Kazimov performed an exhibition. He has not been released by Germany, so they were not able to compete in the event. So Philippine Nationals, Adrian Celestino, Sofia Frank, and Isabella Gomez, Alexander Korovin, the only pair, won the gold medals. And in Israel, Mark Gornitsky, Maria Seniak, and the junior team of Elizabeth Kachenko and Alexei Kalayakov won the senior events. That's interesting because Kachenko and Kalayakov have been skating junior all season. They would need a new rhythm dance to be able to compete as seniors. I'm wondering if they're going to continue on the junior track this year or go to senior worlds because they yeah. they can. So I'm not sure right. about that. And just to note, uh, this results link is not available anymore. So you might not see it in our show notes um, for Isra- Israeli nationals. There's no, the link is gone now. We were able to get the results before the link went down, but the link is not there anymore. So if if it does come back, we will make sure to include it. But just so you know, if you're looking for that Nationals results link, it's not there because the link is gone. And we're almost at the end of our (laughs) Nationals recaps here. A lot that happened in those couple of weeks we were gone. Slovenia's Dasa Grimm won her ninth national title. And David Sade was the only senior man to win. Lafia Trophy was December 17th to the 18th. It doubled as nationals for the Lafian skaters this year. Denis Vasiliev won his fifth national title. And Sofia Stepchenko is the new women's champion in Lafia. Well, we want to point out that there was a national championships that took place in Russia. We will put a link to the results in our show notes. You'll be able to check those out. So moving on to general skating news. Something really big happened while we were on hiatus. Skate Canada Mm -hmm. took a giant step forward and updated the definition of team for pairs and ice dance teams. The podium pathway definition of team is now revised to... A team consists of two skaters instead of a male and a female. This is a giant Mm -hmm. step. As I mentioned, it's, uh, it's bold, um, Mm -hmm. but necessary, I think, for skating to continue to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see if anybody else follows suit. I mean, I, you know, cause when I, this news came out, my first thought was, okay, when is the ISU going to change things? And I know change is slow for the ISU we don't make a lot of changes right away so um we'll have to just wait and see how this all unfolds I think this is great um and it's going to be very interesting to see and but I'm glad Skate Canada was the first to take the step forward and make this change so that we have inclusion for all definitely well more Canada news Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer added another medal to their collection on December 14th as they became members of the Order of Canada. 
There were a lot of posts on that on social media, and that's a great honor for them. So congrats to Tessa and Scott. So Olivia Smart and Tim Deke of Germany have teamed up, and Olivia told Hello Espanol that they would announce which country they plan to represent in early January. She is still doing Dancing on Ice. I'm excited that Olivia is continuing. I felt like last season with Adrian that they were really coming into their own and she had just mm-hmm. I, I feel like Olivia had really grown especially in the last season so I'm excited to see what she and Tim can do and which country they are going to represent yes we're just gonna all have to wait and see I'm excited for it yes well, the ISU unveiled the list of candidates competing for the 2023 ISU Skating Awards. Um, fans and media could vote. The deadline was December 31st. So, um, unfortunately, if you didn't get to vote, you missed your chance. Yeah. Um, winners will be elected by a jury and revealed during a show on February 3rd, 2023, which is taking place during Art on Ice in Switzerland. So, um, I know a lot of skaters were campaigning. Um, If they were nominated, they were saying, vote for me for this and vote for me for that. So if you got a chance to vote, um, that was, a you know, great. If you didn't, we're sorry about that, but you're just going to have to wait and see who is revealed during the show as the winners on February 5th. Moving on to our recent interviews, uh, U.S. Figure Skating Fan Zone posted quite a few articles during um the holiday break here um the one article they did was um with anastasia smirnova and danielle sicinia um the u.s pairs team and it talked about their season um the year they've had so far and now they are heading to the u.s championships um, as a top pairs team hoping to qualify for either four continents or four worlds, you know, um, U.S. pairs has three spots for, 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 for worlds for pairs. Yeah. So, um, so yep, they're looking forward to kind of, I mean, th- it's been interesting with them cause they've just had such a, you know, with his being ill and the war in Ukraine, they, they've had a tough road and I'm looking f- um forward to seeing them at nationals they didn't get, compete at nationals in um last year because of covid and um so this is actually like their senior debut at nationals so i'm looking forward to seeing them and so there was an article about them on the fan zone well fan zone also released an article on katarina wolf and jeffrey chen finding their niche in the senior ranks there was another um, dance article on the fan zone with Madison Chuck and Evan Bates, and it was talking about life they love on and off the ice. Yes. Tomoki Iwatachi is seeking redemption at the U.S. Championships. That was the subject of a December article uh, from the fan zone. In Amsterdam News, there was an article about a new pairs team that is preparing to make their U.S. Championships debut in San Jose, and that pairs team is Mark Sandusky and Nika Degerness. So, also from Amsterdam News, 
Christina Bland and Matthew Sperry are aiming for strong skating performances as they discuss their experience on the JGP, honing in on their programs, and getting ready for the upcoming U.S. championships. So IFS, International Figure Skating Magazine, had two articles out. One is on Canada's Marie-Jeanne Loriot and Romain Legac as they talk about their partnership on and off the ice and the switch to Canada and more. And the other article um, was an interview by Tatiana Flod and it was with Kazuki Tomono about chasing a world medal. So moving on to social media updates, and Gina, there's something we need to bring up, but this is, um, the reason we're bringing it up is not to promote the video. We're bringing it up to continue to shine a lens on the fact that the U.S. and Japanese teams have still not received their medals. There has been no news. Uh, on when they might receive their medals from the team event at the 2022 Olympics in Beijing. Evidently, the Today Show and other North American media, back as early as the day after Christmas, started sharing a viral video of Camilla Valieva performing a version of Jenna Ortega's Wednesday Adams dance from the net, you know, from the Netflix TV show Wednesday, which I haven't watched yet, which I really want to because I hear it's fantastic. I've heard the same thing too. I need to watch it. Jenna Ortega is just, mm-hmm. she's such a wonderful young actress and she's very versatile. So I'm interested to see how she does in that role. Bringing it back, um, We're not bringing this up because we want to promote the video, as I said. We're bringing this up because skaters responded to it and pointed out the fact that the athletes still don't have medals or updated results or a decision made on when they might receive their medals from that team event. And some of them have come out publicly and and just said how frustrating it is. Well, in this case, the responses to this video came from those who were not waiting for medals. They tried to bring attention to the fact that U.S. media maybe should have done a little homework before they posted that video because, of course, we all know Camilla Valieva is at the center of the reasons why those medals have not been received. Um, So there are a couple of different quotes from Ty Babylonia, Megan Duhamel, and Todd Eldridge, just to name three that I saw online. This, you know, it has to do with the doping incident, but Gina, I feel like it's even bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also shocked that this video was being shared by North American media, given everything that's going on, you know, with the war, but then also with the whole thing that we've got athletes from the U.S. and athletes from Japan waiting for their medals. And here we are in a new year and they still don't have their medals. I don't know what 
what the draw was for posting this video. I saw it because someone shared it with me. Um, and it was a friend who not really into skating. She's follows skating because um, of me, but she sent it to me. And of course, my first reaction was, why? <laughs> why are we posting this? And so, and it was the same reaction that I think everybody else pretty much in the skating world had was, why are we shining a light on this, this video? Well, there are hundreds of TikTok and YouTube videos about the Wednesday Adams dance. Like everyone is doing it. It's a really popular thing to do. Mm hmm. This one in particular, I guess, because it's on ice, got some additional attention. I just think that U.S. media needs to do their homework. It's frustrating for the athletes involved that are still waiting. Right. But in North America, I really, truly think unless you are the news of, you know, the fact that she was the center of the reason why we don't have athletes don't have medals and you made that the forefront of why you posted that video fine but that was buried at the end of any news article that was with that video and that it it, it t again took away from what we still have going on a war and athletes without medals exactly let's move on from that and talk about some of the other social media posts um there were a lot of reflected <laughs> posts on 2022 um, yes. it's so hard to try to come up with all of the amazing things that happened, um, in 2022, but we're going to do a separate little episode on that. We received quite a bit from our, our listeners and we want to be able to share that. We're going to do that on a separate episode that will come out later this week, but let's dive in to the social media posts. Yes. The U.S. Ice Dance team of Molly Sesnick and Yegor Yegorov announced they have withdrawn from the U.S. Championships, and it was due to personal reasons. Um, I will say they are both still together, so it's not a end of partnership, and they are doing some show skating right now. But um, wishing them all of the best. They will be missed at Nationals and hope to see them again soon. And Gabrielle Daleman announced that she has withdrawn from Canadians. She has a stress fracture in her back, which is on top of a previous fracture. Um, we wish Gabby a successful mm -hmm. recovery and hope to see her back on the ice soon. Yeah, that's a disappointment for Gabby because she, you know, she got to be back on the Grand Prix this season. And so she was building some momentum. Um, and so I know fans enjoy seeing her. So um, I'm sad to hear that she has withdrawn and wishing her all the best. Um, wishing also the best to Mexico's Donovan Carrillo, who had right ankle surgery before Christmas. Ava Pate and Logan Bai posted on social media that they worked recently with Benoit Rashad. Um, the week of Christmas in Novi. Also, Emilia Zingis and Vadim Kolesnik worked with him as well. Canadian ice dancer Paul Ayer, who skates with Alicia Fabry, um, has they have withdrawn from nationals. Up, uh, Paul had shoulder surgery on December twenty eighth, and his Instagram story caption the next day read, 
Surgery went very smoothly. Back home now for recovery. So all the best to Paul. So wedding bells, which we love celebrating weddings. Matteo Gorice and ice dancer Carolina Mosheni were married on December 31st near Milan, Italy. Some photos were shared by those in attendance. Congratulations to Carolina and Matteo. Oh, nice. Nadia Bishinska uploaded her Junior Grand Prix final vlog on December 29th, and that's on YouTube. I love that she's been doing a vlog. I think it's great to get to see behind the scenes these perspectives, and I hope that she continues to do it because I think this is her last Mm -hmm. year of junior, and they should be moving up to senior, so I'm excited for that. Yes. Yes. Well, Harley Windsor, who is still recovering from his surgery. He announced on January 1st the end of his pair's partnership with Maria Chernyshova. He posted this via an Instagram story. They were able to compete once internationally at the 2021 Golden Spin. He says he's looking for a new partner. I hope 2023 is a better year for Harley Windsor. Yeah, I agree. Well, Nathan Chen debuted an exhibition number to Let It Be at the Vail Skating Festival Ice Spectacular in Colorado on December 23rd. There are fan cam videos on YouTube, so if you haven't seen it, you can definitely check it out on social media there. Coach Eddie Shipstead, the show's organizer, shared a few videos on Instagram. I think there were also other videos on social media as well, so if you wanted to check out the Vail Skating Festival, I'm sure you can find some stuff on social media. Next up, let's go to upcoming events for the week. Or weeks, because we've got a couple that we're going to talk about that are coming. So next competitions for this week are South Korean Nationals and German Nationals. Yes. While coming around the corner is Canadian Nationals. Uh, They posted the senior and junior starting orders already online. And Tuesday, January 10th is the first day of competition at Canadians. So we are excited that the World University Games, or the Winter University Yard, is going to be taking place in Lake Placid, New York from January 13th to 15th. I had really wanted to be able to go, but it's so close to U.S. Nationals. Mm -hmm. I just only have a certain amount of days of pay time off, and I can't get to both. So I'm disappointed. Can't take it all in January. No, can't. Mm -hmm. Um, ESPN has bought the TV and streaming rights in the U.S., so let's see what we get when they bring us the competition. Could be a little different. Um, Karen Chen and the Mm -hmm. Browns will be skating in the gala. And the 2023 European entries should be published online not long after the entry submission deadline, which is today, Monday, January 2nd. Um, and that should be at 2000 hours local time, Espa, Finland. Wow, Gina, what an episode. This has been a long one. Yes, yes. <laughs> A lot of nationals to talk about. Yeah. And I, you know, and it was us getting back into the groove. I mean, it's been a while. When you take a break, sometimes there's a little rust. (laughs) But I feel like we shook that off. We're getting back into it. But can you please tell folks where they can find us? 
Yes, you can find us on our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. On social media, Twitter, it's at thiswkinskating. And Facebook and Instagram, it's thisweekinskating. We love your feedback or your questions. You can reach out to us on social media or email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We appreciate all the support we've received via email and social media. It's amazing to hear from our fans. We're so happy to have received so much content when we sent out our best of 22, our favorite moments of 2022, that we are recording a separate episode on that instead of including it in this one. So stay tuned for that. It will be out on Wednesday. We did get one comment on our pairs panel. Really enjoyed this conversation, and that's from the Cutting Edge podcast. I have not listened to that one. I want to check it out. Yeah, another podcast. Yeah. Well, but I, you know, if you haven't listened to our pairs panel, I I recommend it because Daphne and I learned a lot from Megan and Claire. um, And it was just a great conversation about pairs. I mean, things I didn't even think about or, you know, put, you know, knew before I just was learning as we were discussing things. And maybe we'll have another discussion down the line with them on pairs. And if, you know, and, or another discipline, we, you Mm -hmm. know, we could have a discussion with dance and and singles and synchro. Um, But yeah, that was a really good conversation. And also we'll plug again, our other one that came out last week with uh ryan stevens of the skating guard blog and who wrote the book the almanac of canadian figure skating um that was another interesting conversation as well as we went down the rabbit hole of figure skating history and information so if you like that sort of thing definitely check out that interview Well, we always like to end our podcast with a spotlight on what's going on at our respective websites. So Mateo sat down with Christina Carrera and Anthony Ponomarenko back at their one of their Grand Prix events. And so we have that article. Plus, I have photos from the 91st Japan Figure Skating Championships. Harumi was there on site. So grateful that she... Um, was able to attend and get a credential so we could have photos from that competition. As I said, there were six dance teams there, so it's a growing event. Um, also, on January 2nd, today, I'm dropping the first article in a great series on the rhythm dances and the patterns in or out. Anne has been collecting information and comments and talked with so many people plus gina helped her with it by talking um at press conferences and asking questions there's a lot of information and Anne has compiled it and put it all together uh, for a three article series that will be posted on monday wednesday and friday of this week be sure to check it out i know i'm excited to read this. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> for this. I mean, we've been working on this. I think I mentioned to Anne about doing this back when we were at um in like yeah. Placid. I I think that's when I first said to her, Anne, I think you need to do a uh, you know, an article about 
the no pattern in the rhythm dance this year. And she was all, yes, yes. So she just got to making sure she asked everyone. And I said, she almost asked everyone she possibly could about it. So you definitely, if, if you loved, you know, dance, and if you've been, you know, wondering all about this whole no pattern this year and what the skaters and coaches and even fans think about it. Definitely want to check out her series here. She's been working really hard on it. I was just talking to her a couple days ago about it. We were working out some organization things, but um, I'm so excited to read it and I'm ready to plug it and promote it as well. So I will definitely be using Figure Skaters Online social media as well to promote that because I think it's a great series and I think she's done a really good job with that. Yeah, and love over it. And loves to go down rabbit holes, <laughs> and this was the perfect article for her to do that. And if you've ever read one of her other series, she did a skating mom series. She also did a solo dance series. Dance, she yeah. has written this one with the same care and attention Mm -hmm. as any other series so we're both really excited to get it out there into the world well gina what's going on at fso a little on the quieter and side over at fso i was traveling for um christmas i got to see my family in atlanta for the first time in um, three years. So I had a little break with FSO, but when I came back, what I was doing was updating our skaters websites. Um, if you don't know, FSO does host a number of official websites for some of the U S skaters. And so I was going in and putting all their photos in from the grand prix, updating their schedules, making sure results were there. So that's what I've been doing. And I will still be continuing to do that this coming week. I'm also getting ready for nationals and I've working on, um, our U S nationals hub that should be coming up in a couple weeks there. And we are working on some features for uh, ahead of nationals with skaters who are making their debuts at nationals and Mara has one coming up this week. So that will be the first one. I will hope to get that posted um, really soon. She's been working on that one for a while, but yeah, we're kind of didn't have a lot get posted um, this week, but we're some stuff that was happening behind the scenes. Definitely. Excellent. Well, with that, Gina, we have reached the end (laughs) of our first episode of the new year. Happy 2023, everyone. Yes. Thanks for listening. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have a great week! <laughs>